So last week we raised many questions that come up all the time where you have work being done by a nachri, but in this case it's taking place in one's home or on one's property, landscaping, mowing your lawn, perhaps even shoveling snow, and we have conflicting ideas. On one hand, one, you know, you're following the rules. I paid him in advance, I hired him in advance, I didn't tell him to come in Shabbos, so it should be fine, right? However, the Chayadam says here in his next rule that if it's taking place with something that's mechubr lakak or something that's attached to the ground, so then all bets are off. You are not allowed to have that malacha done for you on Shabbos. And the question is, why? Why does ground make it worse? We brought up many questions of landscaping, construction, maintenance. So let's take a dive into the sugya, and we'll see what exactly we're dealing with. So if you look in Masechta Savoy the Zara, there's a Mishnah there in the beginning of, 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 of the, uh, sorry, the end of the first parak, And the Mishnah talks about renting homes to a Nachri. Now, why is that relevant in Avoy the Zara? Because if the Nachri is doing Avoy the Zara, in his home, he's, he's uh, you know, worshipping idols. It might look like it's the Jew's home that has these idols in there. But either way, the b'risa on the Chafal from Abayz brings from Rav Shimon Megamliel. Rav Shimon Megamliel says, adam, adam a, a person should not rent out his merchatz, his bathhouse, to Inachri. Why? Everyone knows that it's the Jew's bathhouse, and it's going to be operating on Shabbos. And they're going to say that the Jew is having his bathhouse open on Shabbos, open for, open for, open for business. So the so just read the Gemara. And everyone's going to say that, oh, the Jew is having this work done for him on Shabbos and Yantif, that the bathhouse is in operation. Comes along the end of the Brisa. Avo. So the Gemara asks, what about a Sadeh? To a guy, can a person lease out his field to a guy? So the Gemara says, Shari, that will be mutter. Your cornfield will be mutter. My time, what's the reason? Gemara says, Arisa, when it comes to a field, the typical way, uh, the typical agreement between the owner of the field and his worker, his employee, would be Arisuse, would be Arisa, would be an Aris. An Aris means a sharecropper. That means they get paid based, uh, based on the profit, based on the growth of the field, they don't get a fixed salary. So therefore the Arisa, the sharecropper, Arisuseka of it, he's doing it so he gets uh, the, the produce. So therefore, when he's doing it on Shabbos, he's not doing it for the Yisrael, he's doing it for, the, for, the, uh, for himself. So the Gemara says, Merchatz Nami, why don't we say, when by a bathhouse, Amri Arisusa Arisa Kavid, why don't we say the same thing? That the manager of the bathhouse, or the, the one who, who, who rented it out, he's making all the profit, or most of the profit, so shouldn't we have the same hector that he's working for himself? So the Gemara says, no, Arisa de Merchatz Le'avdi Inshi, it is not typical for people to set up their bathhouse that their manager makes, you know, profit based on how many people come in. He's typically getting a fixed salary, and even if you have the setup where he's an aris, he's a sharecropper. Still, that's not considered the norm, and there would be a problem of maris ayin. So, the Gemara tells us that merchatz is aser, but a sada would be mutter for a nachri to work in a Jew's sada on Shabbos if they are, if the agreement is. Uh, the agreement of an Aris. So comes along Taisus, 
This is Toysis Chafal from Abayis. Divrei Hamaschel Arisa Arisuse Kaavid. Pasuk Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam paskins like Rav Shem Ben Gamliel. Then Aris would be allowed to do his work in the field. So he says to me, Toych Kach. And based on this hitter, he was Matir Li Yisrael Shenosin Beisel Asesa BeKablanos. They have a Yisrael that gave his house. Uh, you know, to to a contractor, live nice but to build it, afilu b'shabbos. He's allowed to do it even on Shabbos. And he says a kavuchaymer. Why? When it comes to that resource of a sada, where there's a gain for the yisrael that is done on Shabbos. The more you work the field, the better the field will be. So, if if the when the aris shows up to work on Shabbos in my field, the yisrael is happy. He's sitting in you know in shul, but he's happy that his field is getting you know plowed and planted on Shabbos because you, you need to work it every day. He waters the grass. It's great. However, when it comes to a house, I don't care if it's done on Shabbos or Matzah Shabbos. I don't even care when it's done exactly. There's a time frame when I want it to be done. But I don't gain anything that it's done now, earlier, versus later. It's the same exact product. So therefore, Rabbi Natan says, if we're makel, if we allow the Aris to work in the field, for sure we should allow someone to work in your house as long as you're not paying him for the time, as long as you're paying him for the job. But Kablonus, according to Rabbi Natan, it's mutter. And based on this, all of our cases will be mutter. Your house, your your mowing the lawn. Anytime it's bekablanus, and I don't gain anything that it, it was done this minute, as opposed to later. It doesn't improve my field. Doesn't improve my house. It should be mutter. So that is the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. However, comes along the Ri and many of the other Rishonim, the Rambam, and they say no, that you're right. Although intrinsically. I'm not gaining anything by it being done on Shabbos. There's the concern of Maris Ayin as the Gemara spoke out. The Gemara said, well, it depends on the norm. If the norm is that people will typically hire contractors and pay them by the hour, so then there's a Maris Ayin. There's a concern that even though I figured out a way to hire my contractor for the, for, to pay him for the, for the job, a lump sum for the job, since most people, this is back in the times of the Rishonim, most people would hire the contractor and pay him by the day, pay him by the hour. Therefore, there's a Maris Ayan that when, when, I'm not, when people would see my, my, uh, my contractor working in my house on Shabbos, they're going to assume that I hired him by the hour, and that's Maris Ayan. So one could argue that Bisman Hazeh, in our day and age, where you do not pay them by the hour, let's, let's focus on construction here, nobody pays the contractor by the hour, so there should not be a concern the, of my science. So even according to, so according to Rabbeinu Tam, there's never a problem, because as long as Bekablan is, if Aris is mutter, this is also mutter. Even the Ri who argues, the argument was based on the principle of Marasayan. The people are going to think that you hired him by the hour, but in a, in a uh, society where the industry standard is you do not pay by the hour, you pay them for the job, like hour construction or even lawn mowing, perhaps, where you wouldn't necessarily pay them by the hour, you pay them for a monthly fee, so there should no longer be a marasayan. There's an additional marasayan the Mishnah Bureau brings, brings down, that perhaps people will assume you hired him now to work on Shabbos, so most of these scenarios that we mentioned in the previous previous year, construction, maintenance, you don't hire the person and he comes five minutes later. It's usually you know a longer uh, cycle of when he comes and usually it doesn't come an hour late even a repairman where you might have called him on Shabbos most of the time it takes time for him to come you no one's going to think you called him the second but people will assume that was his first available time so the truth is that all these things should be mutter 
whether you go with Rabbeinu Tam or you go with the Ri, which is how we pass, can we pass in like the Ri, that we're concerned from Aris Ayin, but there should no longer be a concern from Aris Ayin. And if you look in the Bir Halacha, in Simon Reish Mandali, he has a long two pages on this. This is where it's at. He's going through why in the world are we still machmer on this question of building houses and all these things that take place in one's home, when at the end of the day, everyone knows that that you did not hire him right now and you did not hire him for the hour you hired him for the job. So that is the question. And the question really is working backwards. We know we're machmer in the Shiloh, but the question is why. So you have many different jabs, I would call it jabs, or attempts to try to reconcile why, in fact, we're machmer. So we'll go through them briefly, and then we'll get to the Psaq of Ramayusha Feinstein. So there's a sheet in Taisvis that perhaps by a aris, there's no marasayan, that when someone is getting paid, he takes the profits, so then everyone knows that he's not doing work for the Jew on Shabbos. But the Kablanus, when someone's getting paid for the job, perhaps there's a concern that people will think he's working for the Jew specifically on Shabbos. So that's one svarah, not so strong. Another one is that, <clears throat> is that the Ron says, people don't know when exactly you know, what exactly the, the difference between Kablonos and Sechiriyam, they don't really know all these halachic principles. They didn't listen to 12-minute halacha share. They don't know the difference. They see someone working for you on Shabbos. They assume that he, he's getting paid by the hour or, or the like, and they don't really know the differences, the nuances. So the truth is, Ramesh Feinstein, a different truth says, that's not called Maris Ayin. When someone doesn't know the halacha, that's not called Maris Ayin. So clearly he does not go with, with the Ran. And the truth is, the Ran is not brought down by the Achorinim. That is not a concern. We are concerned that either it appears that it's Sechiriyam but if everyone knows it's not a schiryayim, whether or not people know the nuances in halacha between schiryayim and kablanus, that's not that's not our problem. They should learn halacha. They shouldn't uh, make these mistakes. Okay, there's another diok which some of the achrenim bring down that perhaps this whole concern is when I'm standing right there with a the nachri. When do I say that it's a problem in the bias of a guy? So of course you have the marasayin of, of schiryayim. Let's see, I don't have schiryayim marasayin. I don't have any of these issues. But if I'm standing there right there, so let's say you have a, a person lo- uh, mowing your lawn and you're literally right there. You're standing outside. You're pointing where to do it. Or you're not pointing. You're schmoozing with him. Maybe people will say that, okay, in this case, it looks like he literally came. You pulled the guy off the street. Can you please fix this for me on Shabbos? So that would be a mara sign that he's literally like your shliach. So perhaps one should be more machmer when he's right there with you. You're in the house. You're in the kitchen and he's fixing your oven and you're standing on top of him. So perhaps that would be more of a concern. So how do we paskin? So according to the Be'er Halacha, he seems to be Neutel Hachmer based on some of these reasons that, you know, the Shittas of Rabbeinu Meir, that, that uh, only by Arisas, only by an Aris, there's no Marasayan, but perhaps there's some type of Marasayan today. Very weak, but that is the Psaq of the Be'er Halacha. Comes along Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha Feinstein says, why are we trying to bring different Rishonim that are not found in Shulchan Aruch and Ramah? Shulchan Aruch and Ramah, there's only a concern of Maris Ayin that, that he's a Sechiriyayim or that you hired him uh, for today. There's no concern of Maris Ayin. There should be no issue. This is Igris Moshe or Chaim Gimel, Simon Lamed Hey. And Ramosha says, really, we should be Makel. However, Ramosha says, there's one, one issue I have is that. In our generation, again, this is a, a generation where people used to go work on Shabbos. If they didn't go to work, they wouldn't have a job. There was Mezazlim Bisuri Shabbos, and therefore we should be Machmir based on the concept of Zilzul Shabbos. Meaning, you're gonna, even though halachically one could argue that 
construction could be done to my house on Shabbos, but there's a zilzal Shabbos. If you look in the Achorinim, some say there's a zilzal Shabbos just in fact by the fact that the Nachrim, the Umas Ha'olam, the nations of the world, see a malacha taking place on Shabbos in a guy's home. So that is the issue of zilzal Shabbos. There's a uh, Maram Shik, there's a famous Maram Shik in Arachayim Simon Sadivav that says anytime we have these nuances and, and perhaps we could think theoretically be Mako, he says, Matun You have to be very patient. Uh, most of these heterim mevim lidechil Shabbos. These heterim that people that Rabbanim or podcasters give, they bring to Chil Shabbos. Sha'ami ha'aretz medamim milsa milsa. They're gonna start comparing things. Va'irim shekach hatiru haperushim. That uh, these are the things that that everyone is making on. Va'chachamein abarisha. So therefore. Especially with something like this, where there are reasons in the to be machmer when it comes to a bias, when it comes to a house, or things that take place on a person's property. Even though halacha, we could try to figure out maybe all the reasons don't apply in our case, still, because of the psaka of, of the Mishabura to rely, to be machmer for other Rishonim, and the psaka of the Igris Moshe, that Pemakim Zilzul Shabbos, we should not be makel. Additionally, Ramosha Feinstein was so machmer on the Shabbos class because of this concern that you can be sitting. Eating your challenge at home, and all types of malacha are taking place in your house on Shabbos. So, if you didn't like the Shabbos clocks, you wouldn't have, you know, appreciated having construction done to your home. Definitely. In, on par with the concept of Zilzal Shabbos, and based on the Maram Shik, this is not a hatred to start spreading that because this, going to, this is going to lead to other issues. However, that being said, there are certain times we would be makel. First of all, everyone agrees that if it's not in the vicinity of Jews, it's out in the, the woods, nobody sees it. the whole problem is Zilzal Shabbos. If you're following the rules of how you hire these people, there's no problem at all. Additionally, in cases of Bidiyavid, uh, you know, something was fixed on Shabbos and you forgot, you didn't realize that this is usher. So since the whole concern is the Zilzal Shabbos concern will be Mako, perhaps in a financial loss where the repairman came, if he, if he has to come back later, he's going to charge you extra. So that's a time, that's a place to ask a Shiloh. Additionally, some of the place can start thinking about being Mako, but Mako and Mitzvah. Let's say they're building a community mikvah, or there's no shul in town and they're building a shul or a school, you know, a yeshiva, not, you know, an, an, an extension to, to, you know, to, to the to the hall, but it means when there's a makkah mitzvah and tzarech rabim, so there are times where we would be makkah because we're following the rules. The only concern is those Shabbos, maybe the makkah, you know, mikvah, you know, from for women or building a yeshiva, we have a makkah of a makkah mitzvah Shabbos. So in those situations, it is definitely kedai to 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 ask a shaila and perhaps a paisik would be makkah based on the ikaratin and overlook some of the zilzal Shabbos. Bimokim hefsid, bimokim mitzvah. So that's the time to ask a Shiloh.